Checking my watch here for January 26, 2024. Common Sense Ohio coming in your way today, Friday, January 26, 2024. Uh, for those who don't know yet and those regular listeners, you already do, please just bear with me as I issue the standard public service announcements. That is, you can find all our back shows at commonsenseohioshow.com. Show, did I just say that? Show.com. Mm-hmm. And we are sponsored, of course, by Harper Plus Accounting. Uh, my accountant could be yours, not just he can do the processing. He can do the transactional. He can get your tax return filed, and you'll know it'll be darn right. But he can make sure all the information that you put in your tax return is accurate. Now, that's the trick, isn't it? So garbage in, garbage out. And if you think H&R Block on the corner with the guy flipping the signs around is going to do what Harper Plus does, sorely mistaken. Now, you may not need all that, and that's okay. He can help you. But I happen to do. I happen to need the extra, and he supplies it expertly. So Harper Plus Accounting, thank you for your ongoing sponsorships. And if those watching on TV see that we have a Harper Plus coffee mug. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Sweet. Next time we get Glenn down here, we'll have him bring a box of these. Yeah. Just yeah. Well, let me. Set it all around the table. He is the sponsor. We should get something out of it. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so we are uh, rock and roll, bringing you common sense uh, right from the middle here. Uh, as as those who follow the show now know, I do a quick little World War II segment every week, and that's because back when I was uh, back in the '90s when I was in law school, I'd read the the what used to be a newspaper, the Columbus Dispatch. And that was maybe a marginal, and never mind. It was a great newspaper back in the 90s. And they always had a 50 years ago today in history, and it was always a little blurb on World War II. So that um, I, I remember that even this, this, this mm-hmm. long, that long ago. So that's what we're doing here. And today, we, Norm and I are going to talk a little bit about Stalingrad. But I think it's important to note that um, the Battle of the Bulge, which we've talked about since before Christmas, uh, ended today officially. So the Bulge, for those who don't know, was it was literally named after a bulge that was pushed into the uh, allied lines. It looked like a big tongue, uh, and Hitler was trying to get all the way to Paris, but, you know, sort of like, you know, Norm, not unlike our market garden. Uh, it was just a bridge too far. Yeah. You know, he, he, he was trying there. to get to Antwerp, but I, I get you. Well, he, 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 not to, Paris, but. Well, he thought he could get all the way to Paris. Yeah. He mm-hmm. was trying to get to that port, uh, to stop, uh, at the allies from bringing in stuff because, we had still not really uh, gotten any main ports I- until then in Antwerp. Like, mm. even though we landed in Normandy, it's, you know, we, w- we didn't have Calais. We didn't have Boulogne. Those ports were still in German hands. Yeah. So uh, Antwerp was where the main supplies were landing in huge amounts. And, um, and so... The best troops that the Americans and Brits had was were located in the northeast part of France and uh, Belgium, and even somewhat into Germany, into Aachen, Germany. And so the idea was to replay the World War I uh, trick of going through the Ardennes and then cutting behind all of these the main uh, troops of uh, of the United States and England uh, go behind them, sw- sweep behind them, and go into Antwerp and go through this uh, rest and uh, relaxation area of the Ardennes where they put inexperienced troops and troops recovering from heavy battle. So it was very thinly defended, and people were like, oh, nobody's going to come through here. Right. It's too— Just is, like they said in World War Just War. like they said in World War yeah. I. And, yeah. and, you know, of course, von Rundstedt and all those German generals were like— We did this before. Man, you think they're—you know, so they just bypassed 
it, you know, the strong points and, and, and went behind the allied lines and they got like halfway to Antwerp before they ran out of gas. Yeah. They ran out of gas. Their, their plan required them to capture allied fuel dumps and yeah. fuel dumps and, and use our resources. And, and they caught that they got some, but not, not, not enough. enough. Not and enough. Mm. Yeah. Patton of course, famously came up from the South, cut them off and the rest is, yeah. as they say, history. And, mm-hmm. and, and they ran into some really hard points like uh, Bastogne, mm-hmm. and uh, they couldn't get through there. You're right. right. You know, so, so they got bogged down. They got and bogged they, down. That was precious time too, because that's where they still had cloud cover. That, I mean, yeah. You know, to some extent, you would have to say they 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 had fortune on their side initially. Yeah. Uh, but that quickly uh, dissipated. And in 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 inexplicably, they didn't bypass Bastogne. They could have. And they could have. There, I, I, there was actually a circle freeway. You, you, you wonder <laughs> around Bastogne, like like they could have gone around it, but. You know, we'll talk about Stalingrad. Same kind of thing, right? Same kind, Same of, kind of blunder. Yeah. Mm. Just, just like, no, you will stay there and obliterate the enemy and go right up, you know, hey, diddle, diddle, just right up the ego, middle. right? How it's, dare you say nuts to my de- surrender demand, right? <laughs> so we'll spend a couple of months here fiddle farting with the allies instead of proceeding, right. you know, on, with their plan. So right. good for us. Yeah, well, we're, I'm yeah. glad they did it. And right. We were able to bag the, the, <laughs> all the best, whatever's left, it was, was sort of decimated. So mm, yeah. anyway, uh, they ran out of energy or they ran out of resources. They ran out of everything and ran out of men. And eventually that was over. But we were going to, you were going to talk a little bit about Stalingrad. Yeah, because, just, just a little bit. Know, at the same time, or not at the same time, but this time of year, Stalingrad was going on. Oh yeah, um, right. It was just about to end. And so they, the, um, uh, Friedrich von Paulus, the commander of the Sixth Army, uh, whom split, uh, Hitler had split off. He had two armies that were going to go south and capture uh, the oil fields in um, Azerbaijan, I think it was. Uh, but but anyway, they were heading south, um, and they were going to capture these oil fields, which <laughs> the German army, we just talked about fuel, right, for the Battle of the Bulge. So they needed fuel. Uh, and, uh, they, they, you know, Germany doesn't have a lot of, uh, oil, so they had to get it elsewhere, just like Japan had to get oil elsewhere. Um, so Hitler decided, huh, look at this on the map. There's a city named after Joseph Stalin, you know, my arch enemy. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't I divide my two armies, send one down, uh, the central part of Russia and, and send the other one, you know, half as many people down to get the oil fields and he ended up getting neither one. Yeah. He didn't get all the oil ego. Field. <laughs> all ego because yeah, yeah. you know, the Stalingrad, while it was, it was uh tritefully named after Stalin, I suppose it was not a, a real, uh, the better military target would have been the oil fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in, in, in the Soviet revolution, Stalin himself had commanded troops in Stalingrad, then called Volvo, Volgograd in after Khrushchev de-Stalinized the Soviet Union, it went back to being called Volgograd. It was called, it is still called Volgograd, and I visited there on a charity rally, a car rally. But at any rate, um, Stalin had defended against the white uh, Russian army, the, uh, the army loyal to the monarchy uh, in the Romanov family, the, uh, and he had defended Stalingrad for a couple of years, and so they, you know, he was such a, a monster. The people of uh, Volgograd were like, hey, let's, let's figure out a way to please this guy because yeah. he's, he's killing people willy-nilly, uh, you know, with his uh, NKVD 
under uh, uh, Laurentia Beria. Um, you know, just it, it, you can read Solzhenitsyn about the gulag and and how they would literally just pull people out of their homes and and say you're guilty of something, and then away they would disappear or be shot. Mm. And it was he was terrorizing his own population, and so they decided to name the city after him. Like you know, hey, we're good guys. We're on right. your side. You know, yeah. <laughs> right? so well, but, Stal- Stalingrad, incredible story. Yeah, longer so, than what we have to discuss it really. But uh, yeah, so just in a nutshell, I brought in this little artifact when I went to uh, Stalingrad. There's a museum there called the Panorama Museum. This is the remains of a Soviet mortar, uh, an 82 millimeter uh, mortar, which is medium size. Uh, the you know the the weapon part of this is would be up here, you know, the explosive part. And this is just the tail fin remains of it. Like this is, yeah. the, the, this is after it blows up, this is the only thing that might be left. Hmm. And this is dated 1942. And of course, uh, von Paulus um, surrendered five days from now you know, in January uh, the, the 30th and 31st. On the 30th, he became a field marshal and Hitler's theory was he'll commit suicide if I make him a field marshal because no German field marshal in German history, going back to Bismarck, none of them had ever uh, surrendered, right? And so he wanted the 91,000 German troops left in Stalingrad to fight to the bitter end, not surrender. And he made he, he promoted Paulus the day before Paulus surrendered. And, you know, Paulo said, I'm not committing suicide. I'm a Christian. I, I, I don't believe that. Yeah, that can, was a, yeah. yeah okay, okay, mm, can't, can't commit to it, the death because I'll never get to heaven, whatever. And the yeah. Germans, you know, he, he decided, to, Hitler decides to invade and, and push that campaign, I think late in the summer. I forget when it started, but late in the summer. And it was, and he, the soldiers were ill-equipped. Their boots weren't sufficient. And yeah. I think they had like metal in them that were, so they would sound cool when he would mm-hmm. march. And, you know, it was all about that sort of pomp and circumstance with Hitler, the ego stuff. And that metal, I think, conducted the, the cold right in there. I mean, it just, it was brutal cold. Right. So, so what the Soviet Union, after, after this set piece battle in Stalingrad that went on for, the, the German Luftwaffe bombed that, that city of a half a million people. After this was over, only 1,500 people were left in the city. Yeah. They had all left or been killed. And the Luftwaffe had completely laid waste to the city under the same theory, like we talked about Monte Cassino, that if you bomb them you know, into rubble, that you know, you'll just roll in and they'll give up. Well, the rubble created perfect defensive locations for uh, close quarters battle by the Soviets against the Germans. Mm. So like it... Yeah, he destroyed the city, but he also created like this uh, this rat war they called it between the Soviet troops and the civilian population against the Germans. The Germans lost five hundred thousand men. The Soviets lost almost a million men. Of the ninety one thousand Germans that surrendered, only six thousand returned from the gulag from the prisoner. Isn't that insane? It, wow. just, yeah. I mean, it's like there was no surrender to to Stalin. No, you know, no he just, just used them up. Death, right. I'm sure they built roads or railroads or what yeah. you know, like they mm-hmm. were prison labor, and only six thousand returned and, after the war. And yeah. Paulus himself, during the war, became a um, a propaganda tool by the Soviets. 
he would get on the radio, say bad stuff about Hitler, right? Really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, mm. yeah. So they flipped him. He ended up living in the Soviet Union after the war. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Oh, voluntarily. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, great, great stories there. A movie, Enemy at the Gates. You ever see that movie with- um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good little sniper movie, but yeah, right. probably overblown or, or over-dramatized. With Ed, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. And um, the guy oh, in uh, Sons of Anarchy uh, was in that too. Yeah. Uh, gosh, the, the guy oh. who was in uh, Cold Mountain or, uh, gosh, what's his name? Yeah, I can't think of it either. British right actor, great, great actor. He played the Soviet yeah. marksman and Ed Harris played the German marksman. Yeah, we're going to get it. Um yeah, he was the he was the Confederate soldier that returned home to uh, in, in that Jude Law was in it. Jude Ed Law, Harris, thank you. Jude uh, Law. Joseph Fiennes was in it. Yeah, uh, Ron Perlman was in it as uh, sort of uh, I think Jude Law's uh, uh, he mentor, was the, mentor sniper. He was mm-hmm. the sniper, yeah. and uh, uh, Fiennes was the um, commissar, the political commissar that yeah. was uh, making him a hero yeah. in the newspapers. Yeah. But it's it's based on kind of uh, true of, incidents. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. interesting, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, we the yeah. show goes on cool. here, so yeah. we'll turn a corner and talk about some news. I know there's lots going on. There's some legal stuff happening, but... Uh, can I can I can I throw something out? No, I, I don't. You know, <laughs> of course I, you can. I'm not, I'm not basically an Ohio State fan. Okay, and it's not because I dislike Ohio State. It's just I'm I'm not originally from Columbus, and so I don't have that baked into my uh, psyche. But I'd like to say something like in defense of Ohio State here. And in in the occasion is this Jim Harbaugh going to the L.A. Chargers. So he's pulling a Pete Carroll. He's got this big scandal at Michigan, right, where they intercepted signs, deliberately mm-hmm. stole signs mm-hmm. about the play calls, right, which which affects the outcome of the game. I mean, it's like, pretty much, yeah, yeah I mean, and, and the whole season, quite frankly, it, yeah. ta- it taints it, if nothing else. Yeah, so he gets suspended five games. The NC2A has not dropped the full hammer on Michigan's program yet. Of course, they won the national championship. And I'm just thinking back to the Tattoo Five, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Terrell Pryor, or yeah, Terrell Pryor mm-hmm. and the other four students who had their Big Ten t- championship taken away. Yeah. Jim Tressel lost his job. Their individual NC2A records were also wiped off the books. And of course, what they were accused of was, you know, profiting by selling their personal items to a tattoo guy to get tattoos, right? right? And now, of course, all that's legal. Like, pl- players can get paid now, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. The, the, the enormity of that crime pales in comparison to what Trestle's, I mean, what Harbaugh is running away from. Yeah. And I think it's high time for the NC2A to restore to Ohio State its Big Ten championship, mm-hmm. It's 12 and one season record yeah. for the 2010 season and uh, to lift all these bands and you know, all this. this well, that, well that's, that's that season that they, they got outright on their own. They didn't steal signs. They didn't steal they, signs. They, they, they just that's did. Right. Yeah, they did improper things, but it didn't affect the games they played. They did things which now are totally right. okay to do. Yeah. yeah, but that doesn't make it right back then. And, and back then, I mean, there were there was precedent before the Ohio State situation. I know Tennessee had a big scandal where people were selling jerseys and some other stuff. Right. So there was some precedent yeah. that the, the NCAA was ratcheting up on that kind of stuff 
at the time. So Steve, look, look, I'm, hor- I'm back, horrified, man. You're a defense attorney. So well, not only that, Norm, I was I know a lot about that case for reasons I can't go into. No, but, that's fine. But no, yeah, no, so I'm talking about the parts of the case that are on the record, not not what's off the record. Well, look on the record, the NCAA was cracking down on that kind of stuff at the time. Right. Um, Just like we used to crack down on recreational marijuana. Well, that's right. So yeah, look, so, we're not so going back and exonerating everybody. Oh, yes, who, they are. No, no, we're not. Oh, they're going to. Oh, yes, they are. They're going to wipe all that off. No, they won't. Jimmy Carter, mm. uh, Jimmy Carter pardoned all the draft dodgers that went to Canada. We have gone. Well, back. Biden has pardoned. Biden has pardoned some of the marijuana people, but most of the look. There's the, we, we can go down a rabbit hole. That's here, right. But, but most of we the can. marijuana cases that came in that come in the federal variety uh-huh. aren't just mere possession of marijuana cases. They are typically a conspiracy to traffic. They're going to be money laundering. There's going to be tax problems associated yeah. with them. Not talking about those. All right. Well, those okay. are- I'm th- talking about recreational 99% use. Of, 99.9% of the federal marijuana cases are of the ilk that I'm describing. Yeah. Very few federal marijuana cases are going to be mere possession cases. Now, there might be some. I've done a few misdemeanors in like st- in uh, national parks. I'm talking about state law. Okay. And so even state, state law. We, we just passed this constitutional amendment, right? Recreational marijuana in Ohio is legal. I don't think that's going to result in a pardon or full forgiveness of anybody who's got a marijuana conviction. I just don't. Okay. It's going to be tried, though. They'll try. And I think, right? it, and Steve, and I, see where it stands. I, th- I, look, think, I think there's it will. already a mechanism to do this. You yeah, can expunge that, records and you can exact. seal records. And I think so, that's. But not felonies of the first degree. So, what do you do with somebody who back in the day had was bringing in 1,000 pounds a month from California and or Mexico. Are you going to pardon that person? Dude, I'm not talking about I'm talking recreational use. Well, that, that, that's what's now legal. Well, the recreational use is already, it, they don't have to be pardoned. They can just get their records expunged or sealed. Right. I mean, okay. they can already do that. So I'm talking okay. about expunging. We're talking misdemeanors. I'm talking about, ex- mm. well, I, I traded a football to a tattoo parlor right, so let's guy get back to the tattoo to, parlor. To get an effing tattoo, right. right? That's a misdemeanor to me. Well, look, it, okay. it was, they were getting a, something of value yes. for their own personal property, for their property. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. Not Ohio state property. That's right. Yes. Um, right. so they were getting something of value for their own personal property. Right. The NCAA was cracking down on it. And look, I, I don't disagree with the NCAA and cracking down. I don't know what I think of this. I, I, I'm starting to develop some disdain for this name image likeness, uh, the new rules, because what we're ending up with are going to be like two, maybe three super conferences in the United States yeah. and people yep. just flat out paying college recruits to come play. And that's what Ohio State's done this year. We've got a right. phenomenal recruiting class. And that's what Michigan did. To so so if you're a badass lineman and you're getting recruited by, say, Kent State mm-hmm. and Ohio State mm-hmm. and you're and you're thinking, well, gosh, which one would make a souvenir card, right? Uh, with, that I can make a million dollars off of if I'm uh, the next, uh, you know, Joey, well, that already existed, Joey Bosa. Yeah. That already right? existed to some extent because if if you're somebody that could go but to Bosa either, couldn't make money off. If that. you're if you're if you're somebody that could either go to Kent State or Ohio State, you're always going to choose Ohio State because your chances of onward progression within the football right uh, area or within but, the football career but, is going to be greater. It's the people who they're stealing from other schools. That's going to that. That's what well, makes this a little okay. more difficult. Uh, right? uh, I'm trying to give an going example. Into the, going into the portal, they're, they're, they're going right. to they're going to they're going to. So they have a good year at Kent State. They go in the portal, come to Ohio State, and they and they get all this. Well, that doesn't even stuff. bother me so much. It's when you're stealing from your rivals. So it's like now okay. we've taken a bunch of Alabama players, and that makes sense because Saban retired. Yeah. And Ohio State grabbed like four or five of their right. of their players, right. or I think that's about three or four anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I love it because I'm an Ohio State fan, and I I, I think it's awesome. But you know, from a 
from a different perspective, you can sort of see this emerging where uh, it's going to be another arms race with who can pay the most in their name, image, likeness uh, fund, right. who's got the most backing, right. and we want to go there. And it, you know, that's like in which uh, case you don't have to trade your football on your shelf for a tattoo. You can pay cash. That's because right. maybe you got a couple it, million dollars. You know, I, what's it do to yeah. college football? It turns college football football into pro football, and right. eventually that's what's going to happen. Exactly. So since the yeah. NC2A has done that, I think they need to go back and recognize that what they did to these guys was disproportionate to what to what their crime was. They were taking their personal property and waddling up High Street to a well, tattoo parlor. There was more to it than that. It was Ohio State's response to the problem that that spurred some some negative attention from the NCAA, and I'm not going to go into detail about it. But you know, it, 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 I think it, things might have been a little bit different if Ohio State took some different action on its own. Okay, locally okay. speaking. So the point is, Jim Harbaugh is fly, just like Pete Carroll flew away from the USC scandal. None of this is to say Jim Harbaugh doesn't it didn't screw up. I mean, right. they screwed up. In uh, by I agree with you 100. percent What, well, what, what Michigan did here yeah. is cheat. Well, yes, right. they cheated. What, right. And right. USC right. paid uh, Reggie Bush money. Yeah, to go win. Right. To, to, to play for USC. Yeah. Like, here's money for your parents. Here's money for your apartment. And Pete Carroll with here's, his little smile and his California yeah. attitude. And, yeah, he yeah. goes up to Seattle and escapes the whole thing. Yeah. Jim Trestle couldn't even get an assistant job. Well, I mean, over at the Colts in that's Indianapolis. Not, uh, you can't, I mean, look, you can't blame Pete Carroll or Jim Harbaugh for having NFL no, but I can blame, uh, characteristics. I can, right. But right. I, I mean, Trestle I, didn't, he wasn't an NFL coach. Right, but what the NC2A did was they contacted the, the NFL and said, we want you to not allow Trestle to be an assistant coach. Like, they, they went after him I don't for think, the jugular. I don't hmm. think. And he was kicked off the, uh, the Indianapolis Colts coaching roster because of the NC2A request. Okay, so so all I'm okay, saying. Fair enough. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that either. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he became president of YSU, as yeah. we know. Yeah. I mean, look. Um, it, 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 so so I, I love how you argue extent, both sides, my to brother. To some extent, it's but, apples and oranges. Um, you've got a different era, a different time, and I think Harbaugh's conduct here, yeah, is more egregious and not comparable. I think in that's right. To some it extent, I'm more, making your point. That's in right. a different way. I Thank mean, you. Right. You know, stealing signs and cheating to win games is different than players making a little bit of money on the side. If I were a player that would piss me off, I would want to leave. That you don't have that kind of support that That's we right. can get the job done. You have to cheat for us now you to have, get the job done. And, and now our now our record is tainted. And yeah. they're national Forever. champions. Yeah. And the NC2A is not going to take that away. They might. No. I hope they do. Ohio yeah. State won the Sugar Bowl that year, and That's later right. on, later well, on, the, true. The, shoe, the shoe fell. And yeah. they not only took Against away, Arkansas, I think. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Not only did they take away that win in the shoe, Sugar Bowl, right? So it's off the books. Ohio State had to return all the revenue from that bowl game. Yeah, there was a big sanction. Holy crap. But, yeah. you know, there, there's another interesting, you know, draw some parallels to World War II. There's another interesting uh, philosophical consideration running through this, and that is, Harbaugh is going to claim, I didn't know what was going on. That's right. And, you know, it was my assistants. I didn't know. Right. And, you know, it raises this, this specter of like, wait a minute, where, where does deniability come into play, mm -hmm. plausible deniability? When can a leader look the other way? Right. Or when, even if the leader didn't know subjectively, and maybe Harbaugh's telling the truth he didn't know, um, does, is he still responsible for 
not knowing when he should have. And right. you know, the, you know, you Joe, can't, P- Joe Paterno and that uh, and that freak, same thing. That freak uh, that that w- went into the locker room. Yeah, the, all and, those guys should have been boy. absolutely mm-hmm. skewered. Right. That was right. the most egregious pass that anybody's ever gotten. And, yeah, I mean, look, yeah. all those guys. Right. And they were getting complaints. Right. It's like, hey, guess what, Penn State? There might be some child molesting going on in the showers. Yeah. Oh, we can't. And that's be, about how quiet it was. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it can't, right. Oh, that can't be true. I know that guy. Yeah, we know him. I'll Whatever never, his never name be. was. I mean, yeah. yeah, he's been in the shower with some kids before, but, you know, we don't think anything's yeah. going on. And we no. talked to him, and he said no. They're just so saying we're good. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're yeah. all good. They're that saying row, 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 row. That was awful, right? And, Absolutely yeah. gross. So, look, I don't know what's going to happen to Harbaugh in, the, in Michigan. Nothing. Um, you know, I hope that you're wrong. I hope I I'm wrong. I think you're too. probably right. Yep. I, I'm not positive and, yet. And you know, and I'm sure you say it the same way too. It's not just because it's Michigan. That's right. No. What I what I'm you worried You don't do this. What I'm worried is that they're laying off of this because everybody's doing it. And they just don't want to uncover a rot that oh, wow. is going to be uh way too much. You know, yeah. so there may be some there may be a snake in the grass here. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, why why do they all hold that uh, play card up to their mouth well, sure, so the right? camera can't read their lips? Sure, sure, right? yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Because, because people you know, are watching them. Well, this was yeah. crazy, though. I mean, this guy, what's his name, Connor, going to— uh, He had a staff of 13 volunteers. Going he to was banned for their— When he's on the sidelines, dressed in like a costume, wearing the other team's—it wasn't Ohio State, but wearing another—I forget who it was. It was like a, like a lower-tier school, like Kent State or something. And he's wearing their uniform shirt, and he's got these glasses on and a hat. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. I, I want you know, hats <laughs> right. off. Yeah. Hats off. True creativity. I mean, a for creativity. It was like, like a, he's on the sidelines. <laughs> like posing a, as one of their coaches. Like a CIA <laughs> operation. It was, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, uh, I anyway. I, I don't know the details well enough. But, look, I, I hope that there's a uh, sanction. I, I, I wouldn't surprise me if there's not. So, Harbaugh's sailing off. Uh, Michigan offered him $125 million to stay for a 10-year contract. And uh, would have made him one of the highest again coaches again. Well, you um, know, Michigan—they are losing a lot of people. I mean, all the Michigan fans saying, "No, we're just reloading, and we still got the team." We got, but I, you know, I yeah. think that he sort of geared up for this one or two seasons. And, and all you know, of his aspirations in NFL, then, and then you go. Yeah. I mean, well, brothers, how many how many opportunities do you have to go to the NFL? If to you coach? want that, I mean, it's if that's not what that you he, want, you better take it. And and look, hats off to Harbaugh for other reasons. He's he's the guy on the front lines. Uh, out there pushing uh, a pro-life agenda. Have you watched? Have you seen mm. any of this? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he really, he, really. He emailed or announced mm. to his players that if they got involved in the you know an out of wedlock birth uh, situation or pregnancy, that he and his wife personally okay. would adopt that child. And more recently, mm. he was uh, and people, he was marching in favor of people uh, freaked out. Yeah. Mm. So look, that that takes in, oh, takes at God. a place like Michigan. Oh, yeah. You know, where that kind of, oh. uh, you know, you're going to get skewered for that. Right. Skewered for that. And they still offered him money. So, you know, I, yeah. look, he built a team. He won the championship. I don't know how much the, the signal or sign stealing contributed to that. I have no idea. And we'll, well never know. Well, it's a perfect time for him to leave. What I, what, what, so, so, so mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not here advocating uh, a bunch of hate or a bunch of uh, penalties for him. Like I started out with, I I think what these guys at Ohio State did was so minimal, and 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 so inconsequential to the outcome of any kind of a game. It was their own property, and at worst, what what's on the record? I'm only speaking to that. Tressel, some later emails indicated that he knew about them doing this 
with this drug dealer tattoo guy uh, as early as April of 2010, and, and, and he said he didn't know about it. So maybe he lied, and that would have been his crime if he did lie, okay? But it's so over the top to penalize the entire team and take away their Big Ten championship. It, it's so out of proportion. Well, what, what's I think because what he lied about a what's tattoo. What's bugging you Come is on. that the 180 degree shift from those rules. That's right. Is I think what's bothering mm-hmm. you. You That's know because right. there was like it was a staunch, it, like it was a no excuse. That's right. Complete death penalty rule. If right. you get caught paying players in college, right. you get the death penalty. Right. You know, remember SMU back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, and Urban Texas. Meyer, the next year, right? He had a bunch or of scholars. Oklahoma, not Texas. Oklahoma. He, so yeah. when he replaced Tressel, he had a bunch of uh, scholarship slots taken away from him. Mm-hmm. Remember right. that? Right. right. Yeah. They, so. they were sanctioned going forward. Yeah, and, you right. know, so that was just a no-no at the time. And now it's like, you know, we're just going to embrace it. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, we yeah. can't control it, we so we're just going to let exactly. it happen. I think it's a real tragedy, and I, you know, I, I just, you know it's I, an outrage to I me. don't think I agree the more I give thought to this with paying the players to come to a certain school. I, 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 I just don't think I agree with that. No, yeah, I, 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 right. I don't, I, I don't either, you know, but, but since I don't agree with recreational marijuana legalization, but it's here now. Yeah. And if I had a buddy that got busted for rec marijuana, right, I would want his record expunged because if it's legal now. Yeah, but that was happening before it was legal. You could get your record expunged for rec for just I, low level I under, misdemeanor I marijuana. I understand yeah. that, but I think it ought to be a mass expungement now. Only for rec users. Everybody should have to pay me to do their experience. <laughs> well, anyway, I've beat that to death. Uh, we should talk a little bit about our, um, about our, you know, very uh, courageous Governor DeWine, who vetoed uh, House Bill sixty eight, and then has been uh, has been overrode by two, overrode, overridden, over over something. He's been he has been smacked down by both. Uh, parts of the bicameral General Assembly, controlled by Republicans, both the House and the Senate, have have overridden his veto, and um, so uh, now uh, I'm not going to call it gender affirming uh, treatment. It, it's 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 hormones, drugs, mutilation, and counseling of little children. This is only for minors that has now been banned, and it's not for. Uh, those rare cases where, uh, you know, they're hermaphroditic yeah. and they're born with, uh, you know, defects so, physically that need to be uh, surgically sure, addressed. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. It's, it's for this wacky idea that you take your eight-year-old to a psychologist who's being paid if, if it goes to a, a, a surgical center at Children's Hospital and they take off his penis and his, and his nuts and 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 he and, and telling me he's a girl and he's not a girl. Yeah, no, it's 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 lunacy. And he's got to live with that. This he's is, a child that this has been done. This to. is Sodom and Gomorrah stuff. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's utter lunacy. Right. I mean, it's utter lunacy. Right. But the political, you, you know, say what I I I've I've been an outward critic of Dewine. Say what you will, but he's politically shrewd. 
And so he, he almost walks away with the best of all worlds. You know, he vetoes yes, he this. Did. It's overruled. Sure. But he vetoed it so he can sort of hap- make that side happy. Right. And then he issues this executive order in the midst of his veto, right after his veto, that seemingly sort of bat- walks back some of the veto. Makes no sense. And now the General Assembly fixes it anyway, so it's just swept under the rug right. like it never happened. It's like DeWine sort of comes out smelling okay here. He's, yeah. he's perfectly set up to become the next uh, president of Harvard, which is what I said. I, I really think he wants to replace uh, you think so? Really? Oh yeah. Oh wow. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, he. But, but I mean, <laughs> like Steve, I was said. like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. Well, wow. Well, yeah, because okay. he gets the wokeness, right? He gets yeah, the wokeness yeah. vote, but then he, you know, like you said, right. it's, it's all fixed. It's, it's political it's, weaselness. Yeah, he knew what he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And he did. what he else did, did he do sure did. just this week? Right. So Governor Abbott's down there on the border, right, mm-hmm. saying, "Okay, this two sentence Supreme Court." Uh, uh, it was. It wasn't even an opinion. It's just all it's it was. A denial of an of, of an, adjun- of an injunction. Right. And he says, "Well, it doesn't say I can't put up more razor wire. It right. just it just says it the, doesn't say he can't put up any more or keep what he's got there. That's right. He just yep. can't stop the feds from taking it from down. taking it down. So mm-hmm. he's he's putting more up, and he's basically saying, "Hey, federal government, um, you, you you failed to live up to your Article One to protect our state. Yep. So then, under Article Ten, the states have the right if an invasion actually uses the word invasion in the mm-hmm. Constitution, which I have right here. Yeah, Norm's uh, got his pocket Constitution. I got my Constitution, mm-hmm. and because the Constitution was written very simply for farmers to read, because that's what we were a country of back then. This is not a complicated document, even though legal guys will tell you, oh, it's such a complex, oh, this is really difficult to... It's oh, the fungible, ex- or it's elastic. It's bullshit. You, listen, you're allowed to have a gun, you're allowed to carry it, you're allowed to have free speech, uh, blah, blah, blah. This is very, very clear. No and, law and, means no law. It's, 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 a, it's a guidebook for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that. you've just opened up a can of worms because this. <laughs> so what did DeWine do? Just let me yeah, end that. Right. So, so DeWine, after 27 other governors, right, or whatever it is, have said, we support Governor Abbott. DeWine's like, yeah, I guess I need to prove my manhood, too. So, yeah. I, he he yeah, supports. Right. Because he's, yeah, he's right. a politician. Oh. Right? Yeah, he looks good. But look, this is coming down. This, this kind of these kind of conflicts between the state and the government have happened before. Uh, think civil war. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, a few when, times. And, a uh, there was a, there was a case that came out of the Supreme Court back in pre Civil War era where I think the North was trying to impose a tariff on uh, foreign goods, and then uh, the foreign people would would do the same coming back. Right. Uh, so then that that hurt the South more because they were mm-hmm. exporting textiles or exporting textiles. Right. But anyway. Uh, and the Supreme Court figured that out. But there's been nothing sort of like this. It's like uh, I, I, I'm not aware anyway. I, I'm not a historian here. But what, we've got a conflict where the federal government, particularly the, the executive branch, is is intentionally, and I say intentionally with bold underlying no highlights. Quite, no question intentionally it's intentionally. Right. not following federal law. That's right. Intentionally mm-hmm. right. not doing it. Right. Not protecting the borders, not enforcing immigration, not following not only the U.S. code, but also the basic constitutional duty it has to uphold the laws. That's so right. it, we have that scenario going on. So then you have uh, Abbott down in Texas saying, well, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to put up razor wire and I'm going to I'm going to deploy my own National Guard and we're going to do it ourselves. And the federal government says, no, you can't do that. We're going to come in and take down your razor wire. And uh, Abbott's now he's doubling down and sort of invoking this 
uh, 10th Amendment, uh, this idea that there's an invasion. And I think I'm pretty, I don't know, I don't know, again, Norm, I don't know the history, you may know it better than I, but I think the idea of that was if, if, if some state, a border state were invaded, like Texas from the army of Mexico, That's right. Right. or if you're up on the north side and Canada happens to grow a pair and they invade the United States or something. Right. Um, I didn't say that out loud, did I? So they invade the United <laughs> States or something with the, with the Royal Mounted Forces. Right. Um, they could act without a declaration of war because it was an emergency scenario. Right. So the question here becomes, with Abbott's latest move, is whether illegal immigration coming over the border amounts to an invasion? I think the answer is no. I, I think ultimately the, histor- the history, text, and tradition of the Constitution would say no. It doesn't excuse the first problem, though, which is the executive branch of government not enforcing the laws of the United States right. of America. Right. And the U.S. Supreme Court is going to have to deal with this. I think there was an opinion back in, uh, I don't know when it was, but Scalia wrote a dissent because I, I did some quick research on this. And you know, Scalia, Scalia would support Abbott's conduct here. But I think this is going to have to get sorted out and it's going to have to get sorted out quickly or better put Biden's little political maneuver here is going to have to stop. Well, it was a five, four, no opinion decision. It wasn't just a two sentence order and four conservative justices were in favor. In other words, they they would deny the injunction, the injunction, or no, no, they would uphold. They would hold. They would tell. They upheld the injunction. They would tell the federal government, "No, you can't cut this wire. The state of Texas has the right to put it up, and and you and you can't take it down." So that was uh, Thomas and Kavanaugh and uh, Alito, and I'm forgetting the other one. Uh, but it was the four, uh, you know, uh, conservatives. Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett voted the other way. They went the other way. Right. And, and I get it. I get it. it. This situation is almost unprecedented because the founding fathers could never imagine a situation where for three years now the federal government would defy its own laws. Mm-hmm. The executive branch would defy well, laws passed by Congress yeah. that says when an illegal comes in, you have to arrest them, you, and and then you have to return them, you know, back yeah. uh, unless it is a verified uh, plea for uh, not clemency uh, for. Um, you ask me too you're fast. in you're in fear of immediate fear of your life right. due to political uh, tyranny. Asylum, backup. you're talking about asylum. Mm-hmm. So look, there, it's a, it's a fascinating set of circumstances. You know the way this is getting framed because you have to go back to how our country was formed. Yeah. It was not always a federal government, and it was almost that the federal government didn't exist. In fact, the first version of the federal government was so weak that it basically didn't exist. So. They it needed get, state militias. So they had to get it, rid of the Articles it, of Confederacy and go back, and we have a constitutional convention. We didn't have a standing army for a while. We had state we militias. We had state militias, right. That's so right. we have this idea that our federal government is like its own big thing, and the states are sort of blah, blah, blah. Right. But it wasn't that long. Even in our grandparents' time frame, we're going to a different state meant something. You know, We didn't always have this That's huge, right. uh, omnipotent federal government. Yeah. And you know, there was a contract of sorts. We agree as a state— to enter into this sort of bigger union, but the, here's the here's the give and take, and in the terms of the contract were basically written down in that document that you have right there. Article ten, the, the unenumerated powers, the things that aren't in here are left to the police power of the state. The states. Yeah. Yes, yeah, because I had to look up the the definition of invasion. Yep. So I mean, of course, we think of active invading, especially incursion of an army or conquest or plunder. Yep. The second one, this is Merriam-Webster. 
the incoming or spread of something usually hurtful. So there's a world, I suppose, where the, you could fit you could these uh, I, I, uh, the illegal immigration into that. But I don't think the court. Well, it's unprecedented because the federal government hitherto always responded to these things. Yeah, this is a yeah. political move. I mean, they're even, a, screaming, it's interesting. It's interesting. they're even screaming, they're even screaming, yay, Biden, as they come across, you know, so they're, oh, he's sure. clearly doing, look, they're, they're, you can't say this is by accident. You, no, it's, you it's, can no longer no, say this is by no. accident. It's their policy. No. It's a policy. And then you have to wonder why, like, what are the, like, is it just because they're so stupid that they don't know it's happening? No, I can't, I can't accept Listen, that. Listen, when Biden was campaigning against Trump, right, in, in 2019, Okay, in 2020, when he, when he was running, he gave speeches where he said America welcomes illegals. Yeah, like if you can get here, we're your landing pad. We welcome you with open arms. You wonder. So look, it is his policy. It's his policy, and I, I wonder: is it just power and votes? Because he's th- they think eventually these people will vote for him or their their party, or is there something more uh, deeper behind it? Uh, like Marxism, you know, like getting rid of, or is America, they just think America is so horrible that it needs to be punished and just destroyed by letting all these other people come in. And I, this is our penance. I just don't see it being a guarantee letting people in that they're going to vote for you. I, 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 just, I tend I don't to agree see with that. that. And I think generally the Hispanic vote, like the traditional Hispanic vote, you know, they're, they're very family conservative exactly. oriented group of folks. So it's so not that's a guaranteed backfired. vote. So then it's like, why do it? Right. Why are they doing it? And, you know, there's an Especially idea. Especially after 9-11. You have to eliminate property rights. You have to, it's like you, this is destroying the country. You know, if you it scale is. this up, the country is gone. You it can't is. have a country without a border. A, a border defines a country. Therefore, without the border, you don't have a country. So I heard a great stat, Steve, you'll, you, and Brett, you guys will love this stat. So um, I was uh, listening to an expert. I Gosh, he used to run the Border Patrol. Um, at any rate... He said it's estimated with gotaways and with the ones that have been processed, it's right around 10 million that have come in since Biden has uh, become president. And he said there are 33 states that have 10 million or fewer, or fewer. Yeah. citizens. Yeah. 33 states. So we've let another state in. We've let in another state. Yeah. Dude. I mean, it's... It's, it's yeah. insanity. It's insane. And then these people, these, these talking heads... You know, on on the on the leftist media, or like they're calling Abbott this evil guy, anti. It's like his state is getting ruined. You know, right. property is getting ruined. Yeah. There's tent cities on people's private land, right. and they don't care because they want to eliminate private ownership of land anyway. Because they're going to have theirs. They just don't want you to have yours. I mean, you almost think that that's what's going on. Well, fentanyl. I mean, uh, well, not to mention the crime. Uh, right? I mean, you know, yeah. Rick Rick Harrison, the guy, uh, the pawn pawn star guy on TV, yeah. just lost his son to fentanyl, and has and has said, you know, it no doubt it came across the border. And and his son just died of fentanyl. Mm. Not not yeah. the one that's on TV all no, the I got time. You. Another one, I saw but that another story. one. So I mean, we're seeing this rise up into the upper and the middle class where their kids are dying of fentanyl. Well, it's not just it's a it's, it's a like, more sinister problem than that because we don't have the resources to give away, and these people want to give away more. Re- like there has to be a limit, you know. Right. And, and the terrorism aspect. This is yeah. something this is something that you can scale up and down. Like, it, So think of your own house. I debated somebody about this before. I was like, well, why don't you just open up your own house and just do the logic here? It's like you have a full refrigerator that feeds your family of four and you're going to let in one other person. You might be able to absorb <clears throat> that right. and pay for that. Yeah. And, but now two and then three. And when can't you do it? When do you run out of business? Well, and now they're coming right. from all over. It, it's not Mexicans. Yeah. 
They're coming in from China. They're coming in Everywhere. from Africa, look, look, China, Russia. Russia. These are evil people. That that these are our arch enemies entering M- freely M- across M- our southern border. MS thirteen. They yeah. they the statistic. The same guy. Gosh, is his name Hogan? I can't, I can't think of the guy, but uh, the the former head of Border uh, Patrol, Mark Mark Miller. Anyway, um, he he said that uh, when Trump was president. In the four years, they arrested three people on the no-fly list that came across the Rio Grande. Under under uh, Biden, his three years, which we, we don't even have four years of data yet, it's 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 over 150 yeah. that have been arrested on the no-fly list. Yeah, is it because they're it's just wide open. It's wide open. Yeah, yeah. and you could. And I was spinning this in another way in my head too. Okay, you know we're not a country of puritans here. We're not the, the, the you know the best people in the world. So I think of the people coming across, and so if it's millions of people coming across, we're, there are some evil people here in the United States who are going to take advantage of these people too. No question. So, so we're well, building up yeah. a lot of bad stuff here, and their cartels that, back home. Yeah, the carpetbagger feel to it. You yeah. know, they're going to take advantage of the situation that they don't know how to work the system. So. They're, they're become, evil. They're going to be evil people here that, become, that take advantage of them. And I have heard just as this bad argument, as them when they were down in their own country. And I have heard this argument, which is com- complete, utter nonsense to me. It's like, well, we need these people to go because otherwise we wouldn't. Nobody would clean our houses. Oh my nobody God. would do this. And it's oh, like, come how, on. How, how he's the word right. xenophobic. Like how how arrogant is that? Right. Exactly. Like, Oh, these people don't. Oh, they just. I need them here to well, go pick my crops and clean my house. How about like, that? go screw yourself, how you about arrogant that? pricks. How about that racial stereotype? Right, right. Exactly. By, by the, the arrogance of that is right. is so insane. And and not only that, it's like they're working outside the margin of taxes. So tax the rich, man. These people work for free. Well, tax uh, the rich. You know, and to your point about okay, so the xenophobia thing. So aren't we trying to get over that with black stereotype? Yes. So now we're going to put that on to. Sure. That's right. Uh, so they're going to be your slaves, essentially, is what exactly. they're saying. That's what they're saying. We're right. going to, they're going to be low-paid, low exactly. indentured servants. Right. And, uh, I mean, irrespective of, of how that screws up the economy, it's like wow. it's so offensively arrogant when I hear that. Yeah, of course it is. It's like, what do you mean we need these people to, right. do, our, to do the crap work that, that right. we won't do? It's like BS. Right. Yeah, You know, exactly. I was here cleaning this building this past weekend, right? You know, right. it's like, I, it, it's such nonsense. Really? And, and you know, uh, there was just a movie about a, a Hispanic NASA astronaut uh, that uh, that came out. I've seen that movie, yeah. Fantastic yeah. Movie. movie. Right. And you never hear a Democrat say, hey, we need more Hispanics to come across the Rio Grande to become astronauts and physicists. <laughs> And uh, professors at Harvard and Yale. Right. No, they never say that. They go right to the racial stereotypes, which is the Democratic Party, the party of slavery. Well, and then, you know, that's that that's the, they're, they're the Ku Klux Klan party. It, yeah. The Democrats are the party of racial separation. They're still doing it. And that's why that Claudine Gay lady at Harvard lost her freaking job because right. she's defending racial segregation for entrance exams and you know there people ask what if i'm if i'm asian or white uh i have points against me yes you gotta be kidding me well you're as bad as the clan you are the clan well you there's you know back to a country with no borders is not a country because the borders define a country so you have to then ask how do you differentiate between like the great immigration back in the turn of the century when we had lots of people coming in and, you know, we opened up the melting pot and America grew. Well, we needed people, right? 
But they didn't come in illegally. They came in lawfully, and it wasn't the best for them, and they had a hard oh, struggle. Oh, they had a hard struggle. And they turmoiled, exactly. and they worked the ground. No but you know yeah. what? They became citizens. They became part of the culture, right. and it became a melting pot of our culture. This is not that. These are no. people coming in illegally, not to become Americans, but to sort of <laughs> live unlawfully for off our resources and do whatever. I don't even know what's going on. So it's not the same. And you, you, know, you don't have to give asylum to the entire world. We can't do it because the house fills up, the fridge runs out, and eventually you're not a country anymore. So well, we need to use our political power to talk to that country, Mexico, wherever, and get some things straightened out. Yeah, no more. No more. Right. What, what you know, well, without, by, without by, throwing by, money at it. I don't mean that at all, but it's like, okay, well, let's, what's going on down here? We got to stop. Right. Well, we this. had, we had a wait in Mexico policy under Trump and Biden got rid of that day one. Immediately. So, and, I mean, in the way they twist the words. So now they're saying, well, we can't, it's the, it's Trump's problem, right? Because, right. you know, there's so many people coming there that we need more resources to be able to let more people in. I mean, that's their argument. Right. We don't have the resources to deal with this. Instead of closing down the border, they want to open it up more and then put more people in charge of letting people in. I mean, it's just, it's utter nonsense. So I, I would like to just give a concrete example of, of, of what we're doing with these illegals. So, you know, Abbott and DeSantis have been roundly criticized for their moving of a few people to like Martha's Vineyard or New York mm. City or Chicago. Yeah. They only account for about 12% of the relocation of these immigrants from the border across the United States. The rest of the 88% yeah. is the federal government is doing it. And, and they were, they went to the quote sanctuary cities. And, right. and, and do you know what the deal is when they get on these airplanes? It, it, it's unbelievable. First of all, first of all, there's no background check on them. Unlike American citizens. Yeah, we can't get on a plane. Right? We, we can't get on a plane without our ID. These people are allowed, the illegals are allowed to board aircraft where other Amer- where other people, American citizens, are on the same plane, having to demonstrate their actual ID, the illegals can get on these planes. This is all federal policy. So they're going through TSA. They're going through TSA with no with ID pa- with a grant with a pass. Yes. Yeah. No oh. IDs. They no IDs. They're flying with no IDs. Yep. American citizens have to produce an ID, right? And I'm just like my mind's blown. Yeah, anecdotally, that's insane. So. I would like, yeah. to, like, can you imagine at the 9-11 commission presenting to them that scenario saying, guys, look, you're investigating 9-11. Good idea or bad idea to it's let not, people on planes without any it's ID. It's not if, but when. When the next terrorist well, attack yeah, happens, it's, it's going happening. to be one of these people no question. that came into the country and they're plotting against us as we speak. And it's sadly that it has to take that type of wake up call. For us to go, what are we doing? I don't know how the world, I don't know how everybody in the country is not absolutely right. petrified of this problem. They hit the Pentagon and knocked down the World Trade well, Center. Beyond that, towers. Norm, like they, like we, they killed 3,000 people and four jets went down. But, and and but the American right people now, are letting right. these guys fly without an ID on commercial flights. But right now, I and hear. And we're just all checked out. I hear the quote elites. Several friends of mine are saying, well, you know, big ah, deal, immigration. Big, yeah, yeah right. big deal, oh, immigration. Oh, we need the people. Oh, you're a hater, Steve. Yeah, you, it's you, like, you must hate people with brown skin. That, yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, it just is. Uh, and you're like, really? Is that what I am? Well, that's. So look, name calling. Yeah. Immediately resort to name calling. Right, right, right. And it's and it stops the conversation. Yeah, just, yeah you're uh, racist. Xenophobic. You're racist. You don't right. like brown people. Right. But it when we're it. all racist, nobody's Where's your humanity? Don't you have any empathy? Blah right. blah 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 right. blah. Right. Look, I'm all for help, 
maintain the country, let people in lawfully when we need them. And you can say how arrogant that is. Yes, when we need them. So if we want to expand our population or if we do need help uh, doing the work that needs oh, to be done in the United States. Oh, they can fight our armed forces. Let them come in. Yeah. Naturalize them as citizens. And then they become Americans, yeah. and they get to earn a living. They get to pay taxes. They but get we to need contribute to, know, to society. We need to know, we need every, to know who it is. every damn thing about them. You bet. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. It's not unfair, nor is it xenophobic or no. racist or anything else to, re- to have those requirements. Because, because the reverse uh, is true on us. The you, know, is true. you know everything about us. Well, when I everything. Just, I just yep. mentioned, right, I, I toured uh, the, the former Soviet Union, Russia. Yep. Every three days, as a tourist, I had to check in with the police in Russia, mm. or their deputized uh, civilian agents, usually a hotel yep. manager. Yep. And I literally got out my passport, right? And it had to be stamped. Papers. By Show us your papers. Every three papers. days, or else I'm a fugitive in mm-hmm. Russia. Yep. America, like, like, we have nothing like this. We are, we are mm-hmm. such a giving, open country. We are a good country. Net, net, we are a good country. Right. We've done more We are for the human best country. Ever I in, said it right in, here on Common ever Sense. Ever in Ohio. human history. Probably in human history. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah. It, it, you know, and what we do for other countries. We are currently guaranteeing the shipping of even our adversaries through the Suez Canal. Yeah. Our, US, our taxpayers, the U.S. taxpayer, is paying to keep the Red Sea open for those shipping companies that want to use the Suez Canal, and, and including China, Russia, everybody we, People you know, want to blame our country it. for the times it exercised its power instead of uh, applauding our country for the times it did not. Right. right. So we could take or, out. Or it did in the defense of Or it did in the defense. Right. Life. So look, we have the power to be absolute world authoritarians right now. We could do it. That's right. We could do it. And, you know, it might it might be, you know, we'd be in Armageddon if we tried to do it, but we could do it. You know, we we have that power. We right. have that strength. We are that mighty of a of a fighting force of a nation. We could be and the we, Roman Empire modern. And I, we I have never done it. it. Too. Yeah. We yeah. have never done it and yeah. don't think we couldn't have at the end of world war one or world war two yeah we or the end of desert storm or the end of desert mm-hmm. desert you're right just absolutely said, right it's just, you know just just say to kuwait gosh you're the 50 you're the 51st state we're, we're, we're just taking kuwait yep it's you, a, you it's got a all, colony yep yeah. right. we got all we got all so this these evil colonists didn't colonize right. right so so you can be like the hawaiian monarchs we we, we will let the sheikhs Continue to have your you can can live in your palaces and mm-hmm. and and derive all this money right, but just like we told the Hawaiian monarchs that uh, hey sorry you're a territory now, we could have done that. We yeah, you're a territory yeah. now, and guess what? We will defend you. Yeah, right. There, right. There, there's right. A, there's there's a quit. There's a little bit of a give and take. You, there. You'll, right. you'll be like Puerto Rico, right. Guam, and yeah. yeah. We'll do, yeah. And so you get us <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So it, this this nonsense is all coming to a head, and it's it's like you wonder you you wonder how this all gets defined. Is Biden really going to ride this train all the way to hell because that's where it's leading? I mean, he's essentially giving away the country. He is an active president of the United States, not enforcing the laws of the United States intentionally, not enforcing the laws of the United States, and now. Uh, the Supreme Court is going to have to get involved. And for the first time, I think, in our history, really, really sort that out. I mean, yeah. look, you can say the Civil War is a good example, and maybe that's maybe that's the last time we had to deal with it. I'm not predicting a Civil War, but, you know, you've got people calling for the federal government takeover of the Texas National Guard. And, um, you know, you've got some— Well, and hopefully it's not going to happen that this, what we just talked about, comes out 
in the presidential debates, but it's not going to. It's going to be sound bites. It's going to be one debate. It's going to be one debate, and they're not going to talk about the realism of what's going on here. It's just that you're letting too many in. You want to close down because you don't like them. There might be some VP debates, but I I agree with you. There won't be a presidential. They won't have this substantive discussion about what this action-reaction, this letting them in what is happening. It's going to be just fluff. You know, guys, it, it used to be, and I remember several situations when Reagan and the two Bushes were president, for example, where... An unpo- where a, a a very liberal law passed by Congress, you know, something to do with abortion, let's say, or something to do with EPA or whatever, but it was a federal law. And even though the administration disagreed with that law, it sent their attorney general to court to defend federal legislation against attack in court because it was the law of the land. Mm-hmm. And the president said... The law of the land, I, I can't change the law of the land. It was passed by Congress. So I'm going to send the attorney general, you know, down, the solicitor general, down to court, and they're going to defend this federal Like law. it or not, it's the law of the land. It's the law of the land. Mm-hmm. This is what, you know, Obama kind of didn't do that. He he diverted from that longstanding policy. And with Biden, it's just completely off the hook. Not only does he not uphold federal law, he actually just legislates well, he defies from the Oval it, he, he just he makes up stuff. He defies it to its face. In its face. You're not allowed to forgive student loans. I'm going to forgive student loans. Right. You can't do this. It's against the law. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to mm. do it anyway. Yay. Yay. Right. And by the right. time it me. reaches the court, it will have been in action for a couple of years. Right. And I get all that benefit for two years. Right. Until the Supreme Court smacks me down again. Yeah. Right? But I don't care. I'm but just I don't do care. it anyway. And right. remember, remember, uh, I'll never forget it. It was in a debate with um, one of the, the I think it was all the Democrats when they were running in their primaries. It was Kamala Harris. I forget who she was debating. It might have been might have been Biden. I don't remember who was on the stage with her, but it was they were talking about gun control. And I think Biden or somebody got up and said, look, we you know, there is the Second Amendment. We can't do that. I don't want to hear no. Yes, we can. Yeah. We can. Right. Let's just say I say we can do it. It's like, no, you freaking can't. There, There's a constitution with amendments that say you can't. And there, she is up there on that stage getting applauded for saying, I just want to hear, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can take away this right. Yes, I can. Yeah. You I know. mean, it's unbelievable. It, it's, it's, so I, again. We should th- pull that. It's probably on YouTube somewhere. Well, this, <laughs> I just think the founding fathers just could not imagine that scenario being played out right now right. down on the border. It, it, it just, it's, it defies anything. They couldn't even you think You have of, to hate the country. It, yeah. You, you, or, or come up with some other sinister reason that you think you should open up the southern border. Yeah, up, you want to turn a, a red state blue or, or whatever your agenda is, but it's it's outrageous. But and isn't impeachment the isn't impeachment is the, the solution? Is the solution? I mean, we, I guess we should talk about that. There hmm. is a solution here. You know, there is. There is impeachment's yeah. the solution. There's not going to be enough time to get it all done, but uh, impeachment Mitch, is Mitch the solution. McConnell. I mean, you know, they, they, you've just got, in, in a nutshell, right you've got here. you've got an open border, a president who's snubbing his nose at these things. I mean, it's a crime, I guess I would say. It's, I mean, is that a high crime to? intentionally violate or not enforce federal law, you know, it's unprecedented, really. Yeah. It's unprecedented. Or to oppose an invasion if if you if this can be characterized as such. Yeah, I don't think so. And Abbott, maybe. Abbott mm, has maybe. made that declaration. He has officially put it said, out there. I I call yeah. this Very an calculated. invasion. Very calculated. And language. I'm waiting for you federals to to protect my state. 
and their 300,000 crossed over in December by the federal government's own admission, 300,000 people in one month crossed over the border to crazy. Texas. It's crazy. So it is an invasion, e- either imputed or real. It's not from a particular, you know, state, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, but it's an invasion of people, right? Uh, uh, from all ethnicities. Yeah. Yep. From around the world. Yeah. No, I'm, it, I'm yeah. sure there's Frenchmen and Irishmen. Whether I'm that sure there's is going to be a 10th Amendment invasion or I, I, I tend to think not. If, I, if I'm if i on the Supreme Court, I look, I don't know the history. And I don't yeah. know, I don't it doesn't know say the, military invasion. It doesn't say military it says invasion. invasion. Right. But, you know, we, we, we can't on the one hand talk about the Constitution not being this elastic thing that you can change with the times. And on That's the other right. hand, support it being an invasion when maybe it's not. Original you know, 10. You, you have to look at it. And I don't think they're going to say immigration is an invasion. I wouldn't if I'm on the court. Or it could be an economic invasion by a country allowing so many people to come into your country that it breaks down your economy. So, social yeah. order, yes. Yeah. Social well, order. You could. I mean, that's, that's a stretch. Right. That's a huge stretch. When they're but kicking, you think of it that way. When they're kicking kids out of maybe. school. So there's an argument that you can make you, that you just made. It's a great argument. This is, is an economic invasion. Sure. Invasions yeah. aren't necessarily hot wars. Right. I, I don't think the court's going to go there. Nor do I think they sh- they have to. Yeah. I think the better the better legal issue is. The, the question that needs to be resolved when you have a federal government an executive branch that intentionally defies federal law, how do you handle that? That's right. Uh, and that would stop the whole thing. Yeah. yeah right. How do you handle then, that? Then it's a domino. Like effect. we've yeah. never had to deal with not, not like that. That's right. Not like that. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had to deal with that. Well, yeah. an existential hmm. threat to the country. Well, right? what if, what if for instance, yeah. you know, in reversing this, there was in back in the Jim Crow South when we had the anti-slavery amendment and when all that, when all that yeah. came through, we send the FBI down. Right. And we send the federal forces down and the National Guard into these private to to, in, right. to enforce I, or, or, Vo- voting rights acts or, and yeah, all, right. all kinds of right. federal right. legislation. Right. So you had the states defying the feds. The yeah. feds mm-hmm. acted. Now, this is sort of the reverse of that, mm-hmm. you know, 14th, like, 15th Amendment. Stuff. But imagine, imagine if the if whoever were elected president at that time did not enforce that law. Right. How would that be viewed? Right. I How mean, would that be viewed? So right. that's Pearl, what's going on. Pearl here. Harbor was oh, not right. an invasion. 9-11 was not an invasion. Those were attacks on the U.S. And, you know, and, and, and so well, the hold federal. On. I, I think those are invasions. Well, well, by definition, it is. So, by, uh, Hawaii, by force. Hawaii. Or, uh, that well, wasn't was, a state at the time. Hawaii. It was an attack. It wasn't an invasion. Like, like Japan yeah. didn't land troops and try to invade. Well, they came in they and came attacked. across the borders with hostile that's, that's right. uh, yeah, and that's hot right. intentions. Right. So, look, I, I think the 10th Amendment was designed to say, all right, this these guys are coming over our border with warlike intentions. You as a state can act to defend yourself because there's not enough time for the federal government to do it. That's I, right. I think that's what the Tenth Amendment's all about. No question. Right. They couldn't imagine the federal government would just idly sit by. So what and, would happen yeah. if this were a hot war? You know, right. if, if the Army of Mexico was literally coming over the border, right. would anybody criticize Abbott for deploying forces and dealing with it? No. Um, on the other hand— all the, uh, On the other hand, you could argue that the cartel is just like the Barbary Pirates. You can make that argument. It's a non-state yeah. actor— Right, yeah. that is militarily armed right. and is causing this invasion. It's it's a fascinating yeah. philosophical dive into things like federalism, into states' rights, into constitutional power, and then you know there's another. So so, so to Brett's xenophobia yeah. uh, observation, it's even deeper than that. People of the same ethnicity, the cartel people, 
it may be of the same ethnicity as you know them acting as coyotes mm-hmm. uh where they charge ten thousand dollars let's say for a teenage girl to come over cross the border and then she has to pay that 10 grand off or the cartel will hunt right. her down in 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 ohio or new york or pennsylvania will hunt her down and kill her or maim her or do something to her unless she acts in human trafficking yeah. as yeah. some sort of uh, right so she she's a she's a trojan horse at this point right that's right right and then so it also raises another interesting legal issue and there's you know th- this comes into pr- play in my practice every now and then where you, it's something called the supremacy clause where if you have a federal law that's in conf- conflict with a state law the federal law theoretically wins and then you get to these other there's something else called we talked about this a few sure. months ago something yeah. called preemption of the field yeah where there there were federal law becomes so ubiquitous throughout that that states not only uh, lose because they're inferior to the supremacy clause, but they can't even act. You know, any state law is completely out of the picture because uh, the federal law has preempted the field. It's so pervasively regulated by federal law that states can't do anything. Like drugs. Uh, it would be a good example, maybe. Drugs, you know, more like uh, the highways. Oh, okay. Like right. s- stuff like that is, okay. has, has they, yeah. that's been deemed to okay. preempt the field. Okay. The drugs, though, would would so Ohio couldn't? It happens every day with marijuana, which is an interesting little example. Yeah. But Ohio theoretically can't permit things that the federal government outlaws. Yeah. In theory. Right. In theory. Right. In theory. Um, okay. But here, so you wonder. It's like have the it, like that's the preemption doctrine and supremacy clause, uh, federal power over states' rights. All this is sort of coming to a head in this in this one little mm-hmm. issue. And it's all Biden's political BS. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Like it's not accidental. Super, super dangerous. This is yeah. so. Our, our, this is, look, we are, we are writing the history of the decline of the United States of America. We are writing it as we speak. Yeah. I mean. We are watching it happen. So, so we. This is, uh, this is uh, 476 AD. De- DeSantis is gone. Uh, Nikki Haley's probably going to drop out at some point. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't oh, say she's that. got to. You kind of, you kind of a Haley girl. So what happened? I, I, I do. I kind of like so far. She's, she's. I like competition as well. She's. she's I like competition. She's not horrible. Well, what happens? I, I guys, was a DeSantis guy. Know. What happens, you know? guys? If Trump dies, or if Trump goes to prison, or Trump. But, for but some let's reason, drill down just for a second. So I think it's, I think it's interesting because everybody's dropped out. Brett's a man in the middle. I think it's good. I think we should talk about the negatives on Trump. What don't you like about Trump? I, mean, I don't like him as a vessel of delivering what he. I, don't, I just don't like him as a as, as, a, a, as a human as a the way he does things. Okay. His politics, you know, what he's trying to do. His, okay, there, his there's, policies. There's some validity to it. I just don't like the vessel that it's delivered in. <laughs> He's, I, well, I just I, don't like it. I don't like him as a statesman. He's not a statesman. He's just not. I don't like well, him I representing mean, our country. I'm kind of good with uh, you know, you know, somebody not being a yeah, professional I mean, politician. He, and, and you know, he can be tough when he needs to be tough. I, granted, that's I, I don't know. But, he, I, but he's I, tough I, when he doesn't need to be tough too. Right? You know, he, he so you're talking stupid shit that he does. So you're yeah. talking it drives about drives me nuts. Is his personality? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I him, think him that, weighing in on I, I on DeWine, matters. On personality DeWine. matters. Yeah. yeah. No, it does. Right. And him weighing on DeWine's uh, over, you know, the, the SB thing. Yeah. Oh, give it. Why? Well, why? Who gives well, a crap what well, you think about 
what DeWine did. A lot was said at this table, too. I know. So are but, you criticizing? No, okay. no, no, no. Criticize but, but, me. It's no, okay. no, 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 no. I'm saying at his level. At well, his level. Well, DeWine who rejected legislation that that would have banned men from playing in women's sports and it banned mutilation of, of children. I understand that. But so, so, that, tr- so Trump has a position on this. Thing. I know. But I don't know. I, it just, it just, when, he, when he spoke out again, it just bothered me. He's like, so, I don't care. So I'll go to his personality. Anyway. His speech on New Hampshire night was ridiculous. He should have been yeah. talking about how yeah. awful Biden is because he, yes. he's he's the candidate. He's the guy he's going to he, gonna, he, he, he should have not said anything about Nikki Haley. Exactly. And just like now the attention turns to Biden because DeSantis is right. out. Right. Nikki got 70 percent of Nikki's vote was Democrats. Mm-hmm. Only 30 percent of the votes that she no got chance. were Republican. Right, right. Yeah. And, and New, Hampshire's She's out. So, New Hampshire's a weird bird. You know, yeah. Trump's got an easy path. Shut up. Yes. Criticize, about, about those things. Criticize Biden. That's right. For, not even Biden. Just criticize what's going on because that's it's right. easy. We do it every day here. Exactly. Right. Um, that's all he needs to do. They're wiffle balls. But, but you know, Brett, here's what, here's what I have. Um, here, here's the paradox with Trump that, that I have to, that, that sort of conflicts me sometimes. If any other personality would not have survived because the attacks that the left would, would wage against him calling him a racist, calling him this, calling him that. These, you know, he was a Democrat, essentially, when he ran. That's right. Um, and and the was. left just just absolutely skewered him because he beat the darling um, um, Hillary. Yeah. And, you know, so it, like a lot of this and is Jeb manufactured Bush, you in know, Bush. In the well, primary. Right. right. So, so he, he's got the personality where if you throw a punch at him, he's going to bring out a chain. And if you throw a chain at him, he's going to bring out a knife and a chain and a gun. You know, it's like and yeah, a hand he, he will stand his ground and and fight back. Yeah. And it doesn't he won't get intimidated by Biden or these other idiots calling him a racist or calling him this or calling him that and make or accusing him of things. The problem is that same personality that, that lets him be able to deal with that. It never stops. It never stops. And he Sam. takes on fights that he doesn't have to take on. Well, and right. he's not. Right. He, and he is not classy about it. No, he's not. He is not elegant in his speech. His, he he's a street fighter. He's a brawler. I almost wonder if he's a little dyslexic. You know, it's like you know, he's because it's like you're right. He's a street fighter. He That's, gets his point across. Right. He gets he yeah. gets things. Um. I, I think by and large he gets things right, but it's you know he's got to plow through like yeah. He, yeah. He's even vulgar. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, so I, I got to recollect, and you guys have a better memory than I do. So when he jumped into the race, there were what? How many uh, up on stage? Like 17 guys. Right. Yeah. And so girls. all of a sudden, when he pops in yeah. and go, what? Trump? Like, what? But he wins. He wins because you know what he did. So on the, that's why I don't like the not, no, the no competition to this. Yeah. It's like, okay, but, but maybe, maybe Haley has something that Trump people on the edge come going, yeah, she's a better vessel for this. The problem Maybe. is she tried to she tried know. to appeal to wokeism by playing the gender card and the, all that. The problem bullshit. is that Trump voters Jesus. like the Why fact did she do that, that Trump is see Trump is just a big middle finger, right? He's just a oh, big yeah. phallus. He's a walking right in the finger. face to the people that that his supporters hate. The elitist who think they know better, the elitist who want to say you can't do it, but right. I can. Right. The ones that want to take everything from you under the cause of environmentalism or the cause of racism or the cause of this. Right. I mean, now they're essentially saying, if you support Trump, you're a racist. 
You know, that, right. I mean, they've you're called, a white supremacist. You're a white supremacist. Right. So anybody who has supported Trump or voted for the other side has called you a white supremacist. Right. And it's like, look, you know, is is Nikki Haley the person to stand up and take that on? I don't think so. I think in a different time, yeah. after we turn the corner, she's like she's Mitt, perfect. She's a nice lady. She's like Mitt Romney, who's a nice guy. Yeah, it, 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 they'll I, crush her. I think DeSantis could have taken that on, to, on at some point or on some level. He's tough maybe. as nails because he's tough enough to do it. But he doesn't he have the rhetoric co- that Trump's got that people like. You know, yeah, well, he's classy about it, right? I mean, you know, DeSantis when he talks doesn't talk about hating anybody. He doesn't talk about what kind of dress they wore, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. their high heels. He doesn't get into this uh, sliding them on a personal level. I right. mean, he doesn't play that stuff because right. he knows politically that's really ignorant. Like it turns off suburban women right. big time. When, when Trump called Rosie O'Donnell, I think it was, a fat pig, like, I just put my hands over my face. Like, why do it? Why? Dude, dude, like, maybe she is, but hold that thought in your head. Yeah, there's no filter at times. There's just there's no filter. Dude, Ever. like, what is wrong? Like, why would you say that? I think he would still be president. No question. If right. he didn't have Twitter. I agree. Oh, I agree. You know? Yeah. Right. January 6th wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's his bullhorn. And look, yeah. look, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to go down the, the rabbit hole of, of, an, of an election yeah. that was stolen, but it was rigged to some extent. You know, the, the, the voting rules changed because of quote COVID. There was a lot of reasons why Trump didn't win that election that had little, to, that had less to do about him and more to do about how the election was conducted. Well, they're still finding votes. Like yeah. in Virginia, they found 20,000 votes. Now, most of them would have been for Biden, yeah. but it is disturbing that the off the people in Virginia the running the election in 2020 have just now this past week said we just found 20,000 votes imagine that right. and, and people are like really so there some a lot of the How rules around the swing states votes? Pennsylvania changed Wisconsin changed you know they like the swing states changed their rules for the election so i wonder you know yes we'll never know i wonder what happens this time and, and uh, look i my prediction still holds I do not believe that Joe Biden will be the Democratic candidate for the presidency. I just I, I can't accept it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. think uh, you think somebody's going to come out of yeah. nowhere, basically, or or maybe the guy from Minnesota. What's I feel always well. I mean, Trump name. could have a heart attack, and then DeSantis will be the guy. Well, how does that work? I meant to ask you. So, how does this work at, so, at the convention? So he would have to show up at the convention, and it would be a well. Vote the convention ju- could just the so, delegates. That, so that's why they call, call it suspended versus pulling out. That's right. It's just suspended. But I'm not on the race yet. I'm just suspending it. Suspending I, that, my that, campaign. That makes sense of why that term is used now. Well, the Republicans. I get that now. The Republicans okay. at the convention could could nominate Wink Martin, Martindale. I mean, they, or, or, Tic-tac-toe. Yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> they could. Yeah. I mean, you know. They kind of wonder. They could, they could pick Oprah. Yeah. You don't have to be a declared candidate. They can ask them, will you accept the nomination? They yeah. vote. And then that person accepts it or rejects it. You yeah. know, so, so, so we'll see. I mean, we'll there, there's lots of, there's lots of history yet to be told. You here. know, it oh almost God, happened yeah. with a president from Ohio, uh, William Henry Harrison. He died 30 days after he was sworn in as president. Mm-hmm. Okay. He could have died 30 days before the election. Yeah. Right. And so you say, well, then what? Well, then people vote for somebody else. Or if Trump's in prison or held in jail, I can easily see this happening. Yeah. He'll still be on the ballot. He'll there's be on no, the ballot. There's nothing that says a convicted felon can't be president. That's not in the Constitution. I mean, what a, what an incredible historical debacle. And then, yes. he, so a felon gets elected president, 
And then the ne- and the when he's sworn in, he says, "I pardon myself." I pardon myself. <laughs> All right. Well, look, we we got it. We got we got to tie this up. Uh, I don't even know what we covered today, but it's been interesting. Uh, so, com- oh, hey, one thing on elections because you brought up Specter at our last show. Yes, yeah, the World right. Economic Forum. I so expect cl- you to die. So Klaus Schwab actually said that elections are no longer needed in the future. We can use AI. AI will project who the election winner will be, so we don't need to have elections. Yeah, and these 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 he actually said these that. Wow. evil mfers believe this nonsense. So I just wanted to throw that in yeah. because I expect you to die. <laughs> I expect you not to vote. Yeah. My computer will pick the next president. Right, the one I own and programmed. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right. So mm. common sense, Ohio. Brought to you by Harper Plus Accounting. You can check us out at commonsenseohioshow.com. You can leave comments. We've got a Facebook presence now. We've got a YouTube presence now. We've got reels coming out at an alarming rate. Uh, lots of great stuff happening here. If you you want to get, you want to be part of the crew, you want to you want to topic covered, you want to hear what Norm's got to say about something, it's easy. Just go to commonsenseohioshow.com, send us an email, and we will cover it. Uh, if you've got, uh, if you want to go bicker with the rest of uh, the people, the millions of listeners on Facebook, check it out. Uh, there's there's a little bit of back and forth going on there. I, it's amazing how many people hate us, <laughs> and I love all of them. But it, 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 it basically our Facebook page is nothing but a series of criticisms, slights, um, hatred directed towards this program. Not me. Bring it. I could care. Less. I, yeah, I, don't I could care, care less. I don't yeah. care. It's water down my back. Like I, a duck. well, to that end, what we try to do here. Is just not here to be loved. Just have a conversation. I love you, but you don't. Have I to try to me. speak common sense, and sometimes I'm wrong, and sometimes I'm not wrong, and sometimes I'm right, and sometimes I'm not right. I, right. I don't really care. Right. And, and a lot of times, what what we do here is we think out loud. I I, I literally think through things at the microphone. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not perfect. Far from it. There's only been one perfect, and it ain't I. Yeah, they crucified him. So uh, he did smart off to his mother once. Jesus did. And I always bring that up with Catholic priests. I get, well, if he's perfect, you know, he, he disobeyed the fourth commandment. He said, he said, woman, you know, he, he actually called his mother woman, you know, woman, keep silent. Right. Mm. And I'm like, really? That's respecting your mother. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> so anyway, coming anyway. at you, <laughs> common sense, Ohio, coming at you right from the middle each and every week, at least until.